Welcome back to Sister Anakas T, where we talk about all things church related. My name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. Today, we will continue our journey through the Bible here in 2024. We are in the book of Deuteronomy, which will be our last podcast concerning the book of Deuteronomy. And we will talk about chapters 30 and 31. The next episode, we will be in the book of Joshua, an exciting book, and I just can't wait to get into the book of Joshua, and we're going to learn a lot of things out of the book of Joshua. Now, before we get started, I do want to tell you, I want to say, uh, if there is, if I misquote a scripture, I may talk about the scripture, but if I tell you the wrong place to go, let it be known that i will correct it in the description so please do go to the description to look for the correct scriptures now let's get into deuteronomy the 30th chapter and we're going to start at the first verse Deuteronomy 30 and verse 1 when all these blessings and cursings i have set before you come upon you and you take them to heart wherever the lord your god disperses you among the nations and when you are you and your children return to the lord your god and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul according to everything i command you today then excuse me then the lord your god will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you even if even if you have been banished to the most distant land under the heavens from there the lord your god will gather you and bring you back he will bring you to the land that belongs to your fathers and you will take possession of it he will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers the lord your god will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul and live the lord your god will put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you you will again obey the lord and follow all his commands i am giving you today then the lord your god will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and and in the fruit of your womb the young of your livestock and the crops of your land the lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your fathers if you obey the lord your god and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law and turn to the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul now what i am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach it is not up in heaven so that you have to ask 
who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it nor it is nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it no the word is very near to you it is in your mouth in and in your heart so you may obey it let me say that again no the word is very near you it is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it see i set before you today life and prosperity death and destruction for i command you today to love the lord your god to walk in his ways and to keep his commands decrees and laws then you will live and increase and the lord your god will bless you in the land you are entering to possess but if your heart turns away and you are not obedient and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them i declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed you will not live long in the land you are crossing the jordan to enter and possess this day i call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that i have set before you life and death blessings and cursings now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the lord your god listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to you to give your fathers abraham isaac and jacob my god that's verse that's chapter 30 of deuteronomy we have read listen the lord offers life or death and he gives us the opportunity to choose we can choose life and prosperity or we can choose death and destruction i don't know about you but i want to choose life and prosperity in order to have life and prosperity we have to be obedient to the rules and the regulations we have to be obedient to the laws of god and we pray tonight that god gives us grace and his mercy which is new every morning every morning that you give get up god has given you new mercies so therefore we ask god for grace and mercy on a daily basis that we will be able to keep his laws his commandments and his statutes that is deuteronomy the 30th chapter now let's get right into 31 and then we will do our summary as always chapter 31 verse 1 then moses went out and spoke these words to all israel i am now a hundred and twenty years old and i am no longer able to lead you 
The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself shall cross over ahead of you. He will destroy those nations before you and you will take possession of the land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified by them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to your to their forefathers to give them and you must divide it among them as their inheritance my god my god as their inheritance listen the lord himself goes before you and will be with you he will never leave you nor forsake you do not be afraid do not be discouraged so Moses wrote down this law and gave it to the priests, the sons of Levi, who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and all and to all the elders of Israel. Then Moses commanded them at the end of every seven years, listen, Moses commanded them at the end of every seven years in the year in in the in the year for canceling debt. Listen, this every seven years at the end, basically this is the year for canceling debt during the Feast of Tabernacles when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose. You shall read this law before them in their hearing. Assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the aliens living in your towns so they can listen and hear the fear of the Lord your God and follow carefully. Listen at this word. We, we read this word continuously. The Lord your God and follow carefully all the words of the law. Their children who do not know this law must hear it and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. The Lord said to Moses, Now the day of your death is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meetings, that's the tabernacle, where I will commission him. So Moses and Joshua came and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. Then the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud, and the cloud stood over the entrance to the tent. And the Lord said to Moses, You are doing you are going to rest with your fathers, and those people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods 
of the land they are entering. They will forsake me and break the covenant I made with them. On that day, I will become angry with them and forsake them. I will hide my face from them and will and they will be destroyed. Many disasters and difficulties will come upon them. And on that day, they will ask, have not these disasters come upon us because our God is not with us. And I will certainly hide my face on that day because of all their wickedness in turning to other gods. Now write down for yourselves this song and teach it to the children of Israel and have them sing it so that it may be a witness for me against them. My God, it's going to be a witness against them. This song that Moses has to teach them that they have to learn how to sing. My God, my God. This will be a witness for me against them. When I have brought them into the land formed with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their forefathers. And when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And when my disasters or when many disasters and difficulties come upon them, this song will testify against them because it will not be forgotten by their descendants. I know what they are disposed to do. Even before I bring them into the land, I promise them on oath. My God, God knows beforehand what we are going to do. Listen, God already knows. God already knows where our heart is going to lead us. He said, I already know before we even before I even take them into the promised land, I know that they're going to forsake me. They're going to worship out of God. They're going to do all manner of evil. And God is telling Moses, this is what's going to happen because Moses is not going into the promised land. Why is Moses not going into the promised land? That is in the previous episodes. You need to go back and listen to the previous episodes. God told Moses to speak to the rock and Moses was so... Um, angry or so discouraged or so um agitated by the people that moses struck the rock instead of speaking to the rock therefore god told him that he will not enter into the promised land go back to the previous episodes and listen and glean from what the scripture is telling us on our journey through the Bible, my God from Zion. Now Moses wrote down this psalm that day and taught it to the Israelites. The Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath and I myself will be with you. After Moses finished writing in a book, the words of this law from beginning to end, he gave this command to the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Take this book of the law and place it inside beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. There 
it will remain as a witness against you for i know how rebellious and stiff neck neck you are if you have been rebellious against the lord while i am still alive and with you how much more will you rebel after i die this is moses speaking into the people if you've been uh um <laughs> we like to say hot mess if you've been a hot mess while i was here i know you're gonna be even greater of a hot mess after i am gone my god from zion he said let's read that again for i know how rebellious and stiff net you are if you have been rebellious against the lord while i am still alive and with you how much more will you rebel after i die assemble before me all the elders of your tribes and all your officials so that i may speak these words in their hearing and call heaven and earth to testify against them for i know that after my death you are sure to become utterly corrupt and to turn from the way i have commanded you in days to come disaster will fall upon you because you will do evil in the sight of the lord and provoke him to anger by what your hands have made my god my god and chapter 32 goes on uh to read the song that moses wrote and speak unto the people now listen chapter 31 talks about the succession of joshua moses is about to die so joshua his apprentice has to take over this task of leading the children of israel into the promised land because moses will not go with them now god tells moses how uh, to write this song uh, the the children of israel has to they have to learn this song because it's going to be used against them my god from zion and lord begin to tell moses exactly what the children of israel were going to do after his death now listen also in this chapter we learn we hear over and over be strong and very courageous be strong and very courageous listen god is saying i will be with you i will never leave you nor will i forsake you and he not only said that to moses and joshua the children of israel he is saying that to us today be strong and very courageous and whatever you do whatever you're going through what your circumstance your situation however the enemy is fighting up against you be strong and very courageous why because the lord god almighty is with you he said he will be with you till the end he will never leave you nor will he forsake you god said he will never leave you now if there be any partition between us it's because we left god not god leaving us we left god that brings a petition or it brings a wall or it brings distance between us and god so listen god will never leave you he is always going to be there as long as you're calling upon him as long as you desire to be with him it does not matter what uh um steps that you take 
God is always going to be there. But the steps that you take, or we take, I should say, depends on the if there will be a petition between us and God. If there will be a distance between us and God. But God is always going to be there as long as we want to abide with him. He's going to abide with us. Listen, be strong and very courageous. Be strong. I say this to you myself. Be strong and very courageous in God. You can do it. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. He is the one that strengthens you. It does not matter what's going on around about you. It does not matter what's going on in your family. If you look unto the Lord, you will live. Be strong and very courageous. Now, let's go and talk about the summary of these two chapters. Deuteronomy chapters 30 and 31 continues Moses' farewell address to the Israelites, offering hope for restoration after failure and instructions for the transition of leadership to Joshua. We learned that Joshua is going to lead them. These chapters are crucial for understanding the covenantal relationship between God and Israel, emphasizing repentance, renewal, and the continuity of God's guidance through human leadership. Listen, chapter 30, promises and restoration. This section promises the Israelites that if they repent and obey God's commandments after being scattered among the nations, God will restore their fortunes. He will gather them from all the nations where he has dispersed them, bring them back to their land and make them more prosperous and numerous than their ancestors. This restoration is contingent on the Israelites turning back to God with all of their heart and all of their soul. Listen, you can do some research, you can do some study, you can do whatever you want to do to find out this information, but I'm telling you, the people of God, the Israelites, or we call them today the Jews, those are some of the richest people upon this earth they are god's chosen people search it out research it look it up and find out the prosperity that is in the hands of the jewish people now listen the accessibility of the law moses emphasizes that the commandment is not too difficult or beyond reach it is not it is not in heaven or beyond the sea but very near in their mouths and hearts so they can and we can obey him. This underscores the idea that obedience to God's law is a feasible choice for the Israelites. And it is a feasible choice for us here today. It is not hard serving the Lord. Come on, somebody. The choice between life and death. God gave a choice. Moses says before the Israelites the choice between life and death blessings and cursings. He urges them to love the Lord, walk in his ways and keep his commandments, his statutes and his rules so they may live and multiply. The Lord will bless them in the land they are entering. Choosing God means choosing life. 
so that both they and their descendants may live. The emphasis here is on the covenantal relationship between a matter of personal and communal choice that leads to life or to death. Chapter 31, Moses' farewell and appointment of Joshua. Moses acknowledges his advanced age and the prohibition uh, con uh, from entering uh, the promised land. In other words, Moses will not enter into the promised land uh, because of. Formally announces Joshua as his successor. God already told him, but now he's formally announcing it to the people of Israel. He encourages the people and Joshua, assures them that God himself will lead them into the land and will not fail or forsake them. This transition underscores the continuity of God's guidance and the importance of leadership in fulfilling God's covenant. Now, command to read the law. Moses commands that the law be read to all Israel in the presence of all the people every seven years during the Feast of Booths. This ensures that future generations will hear the law and learn to fear the Lord and follow his commandments. It's a mechanism of covenant renewal and communal remembrance. So this is very important. Every seven years, the law is being read so the future generations uh, will know the law. And listen, this is, this is another reason why we are to teach our children the word of God. We teach our children, they teach their children, and so on and so forth. Now, God's prediction of Israel's future disobedience. Listen, God knows everything. I don't care. You can be up on the rock hiding. Actually, the scripture tells us that the people are going to try to hide under the rocks at the return of christ listen you cannot hide we cannot hide from god god already knows our heart he knows if we are willing and obedient he knows if we are evil and wicked he already knows who we are why because he created us and he created us in his image however I love to say, like my pastor says, there is a devil loose. He's walking about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So he's always on the prowl. He's always there. Him and his cohorts are always there to agitate the people of God, to try to get us to turn away from the things of God, but listen, be strong and very courageous. Hear me, hear me today. Be strong and very courageous. Why? Because God will never leave you. Listen, God's prediction of Israel's future disobedience. God informs Moses that after his death, the people will turn to other gods and break the covenant, leading to many troubles. As a witness against them, Moses is instructed to write a song and teach it to the Israelites. This is so profound to me. It is very interesting that God tells Moses to write a song, teach the people 
uh, the children of Israel the song so they can remember it throughout the generations. But God is going to use that same song against them. My God from Zion. That's, that's almost like when somebody said they prefer if God uh, um, prefer not to be a teacher of the word of God. Prefer not to be a teacher. Because when you are a teacher of the word and you are disobedient to the word, that's a worse, uh, that's more worse than uh, uh, your students in so many ways. Because being a teacher of the word and you don't ob obey the word, that's horrible. That is going to be a witness against you. Being a teacher of the word and you do not obey the word, the word is going to be a witness against you. That is the same thing that's going on here. Moses instructed by God to write this song, to teach it to the children of Israel. And they're going to, because God already know, he knows the future. He knows that they are going to turn away from him. They're going to serve out of God. They're going to do all manner of evil and wickedness. He says he is going to use this exact same song as a witness against them. My God from Zion, help us, Lord. Help us. Don't let the word be a witness against us. This reflects the tension between God's foreknowledge of Israel's unfaithfulness and the provision of means, the song, to remind them of their covenant obligation. Moses' farewell instructions and the delivery of the law. God formally commissions Joshua and Moses, writes down the law, giving it to the Levitical priests and the elders of Israel, instructing them about the public reading of the law every seven years. The chapter concludes that Moses is warning the people about the consequences of their future disobedience and his delivery of the written law as a testimony against them. My God from Zion. Deuteronomy 30 and 31 collectively highlight the themes of repentance, restoration, choice, leadership transition, and the enduring nature of the covenant between God and Israel. The chapter set the stage for Israel's or the Israelites' entrance into the promised land under Joshua's leadership and underscores the importance of adherence to the law for the well-being of the community. The narrative underscores God's mercy and his forgiveness, inviting future generations to choose life by obeying God's commandments, even in the face of predicted failures. Listen. Wow. The children of Israel, we've started, we started at the book of Genesis and we came on down to Exodus. We are now going into the book of Joshua. We have we have went with the children of Israel as they went into the promised land or went into the went into captivity in the land of Egypt. We uh, read about their torment there. We read about how God delivered them from the Egyptians with a strong hand. We've read about how they got in the wilderness 
and they begin to mumble, grumble, and complain about being in the wilderness. They complained about whatever they could think of to complain about. They complained about food. Um, God gave them food from heaven. They complained about that. They wanted some meat because he gave them manna. It's like coriander seed. They could make uh, um, bread with it or pies, if you will. They complained about that. They wanted meat. God gave them quails until it was coming out of their nostrils and he killed them. They complained about um, wanting to go back to Egypt. They didn't have any leeks and onions. Basically, they didn't have any seasonings and this and that. Oh my God, these people complain. And listen, we learn what God did to them because of them, their complaining. Basically, he killed them. Yes, he did. He killed them because of their complaining. So we, are, we have learned that we do not want to complain. My God from Zion. I was praying to the Lord the other day and saying, Lord, I don't even want to be thinking about uh, complaining in my mind. It may not come out of our mouths, but we are thinking about it. I don't even want to do that. I repent for that in the mighty name of Jesus because God did not play. I thank God for Jesus Christ who came to redeem us for our sins because in the Old Testament, people like to separate the Old Testament from the New Testament. Let me tell you, before Jesus came on the scene, God did not play. He just wiped you out and kept it moving. He just killed you and kept it moving. But I thank God for Jesus. We have an advocate with the Father we can ask for forgiveness and he won't just oh, my goodness just burn us up with, with flames of fire because of our disobedience or because of our murmuring grumbling and complaining my god so we are finished with the book of deuteronomy and we are going to the book of joshua let us Pray. May God bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to Sister Atticus T, where we talk about all things church related. Listen, please like, comment, follow, and share. Share. Let your family and your friends know that we are on a journey. We are journeying through the Bible, and we're at the book of Joshua now, and we will uh, begin to find out what the Lord has to tell us from the book of Joshua. We can read about what happened with the children of Israel, but we're gleaning through the word of God to find out how we can apply it to our lives on a daily basis. What is the Lord saying to us through his word? So follow this ministry on all social media platforms. Look for Light in Darkness, L-I-T. Look for Allison C. Holt. I want to say that I love you and I will talk to you very soon.